Welcome! Y saludos, amigos! A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod. We are happy to be back. Uh, presented to you by Room 303 Network. Jason, uh, before we get into it, obviously this is my co-host. Go ahead, say hi, Jason. What's up, guys? Jason, we've been out for a minute. Uh, I want to apologize to the listeners. I've been in Bolivia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jason had some things to take care of in Uzbekistan. You know, really busy nice. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sorry, guys. Things have just been crazy hectic in our real lives. And, uh, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. So we're happy to be back. Trying to bring you guys an episode. We've got a lot on the docket, Jason. We've got a lot, a lot to talk about that we can catch up on. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a very, uh, very thick episode, you know, for a very, uh, very thick Thanksgiving, I guess. Uh, Post Thanksgiving. If you guys are still full, we're going to fill you up. Yes, sir. All right, let's get into it. How you been, man? Oh, pretty good, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, back from Thanksgiving, I got to see my boy Luigi. Uh, we got to we got to see each other for first time since uh, last Thanksgiving, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we got together. Uh, shout out to uh, your family, man, for having me over. Uh, I, I had some Puerto Rican food. That was dope. Shout out Mama. Mama Rosario. Uh, I had some ponche for the first time. The uh, alcoholic type, the one that you serve to your uh, kids. Uh, I was not alcoholic, just to be clear to everyone. <laughs> His, Jason's was alcoholic. It's usually yeah. alcoholic. The one I gave to children was not. I just yeah, Right. <laughs> came, yeah, yeah, no, for real. For, I don't want him to get fired. It wasn't. Um, but yeah, dude, honestly, man, it kind of tasted like uh, horchata, you know? Some and uh, yeah, I, I love me some horchata, man. So I loved it. Um, some fried uh, plantains, like lasagna type thing. That shit was fucking fire. What was it called, bro? I, I don't remember the name of that. Pastelon. Yeah, pastelon. Okay, that shit was fire. And then your uh, your aunt, she made uh, this like potato salad, but with like fruit. Yeah, yeah. That shit was fire too, man. I don't even know what that's called. It was, it was just potato salad. It's just I think it's prepared a certain way. It has oh. bits of apple in it. I don't know if a lot of potato salad has that. It's got some right. other stuff, but that's a secret. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was it was good. It was uh, awesome talking to your mom um and well your family in general. Zaida shout out Zaida and her husband. Uh it was cool. We we're just talking about restaurants and just uh just catching up on stuff. Uh the biggest foodies I know. I love them. Oh yeah, dude. Like I yeah, I know I remember you tell me like they're like foodies and like I like oh they're 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 like foodies for sure. Like, all right, you got to go all these places in El Paso. I was like, I got to go out to eat with them, like, fairly soon. Whenever they take me to eat, I'm always like, man, this is great. This is good. Well, yeah. How do you find all these places? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, Thank so shout you. out to them, man. I had a great time, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry that I didn't get to see you the next time around. We were, I was supposed to see Jason twice, but uh, I got caught up at a baby shower. Shout out to my sister-in-law, Amanda. Baby's on the way. Uh, so we were at the baby shower celebrating, playing some games, having some drinks. It was a hey, good man. time. That's all good. You know, I was a little disappointed because um, uh, I made I made those uh, those uh, buffalo chicken biscuits. I remade them because I had extra buffalo chicken dip from yet the Thanksgiving. So I was Don't excited for you to try that, dude. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah, I got I got to uh, cook for my family and stuff. I got to I brought the smoker, so I made some tri-tip. They loved it. Um, I'm probably bringing it again for Christmas to smoke uh, some stuff for them again. Um, but yeah, it was kind of nice, dude. My mom was tripping out because usually she cooks everything. Uh, my sister, one of my sisters, made the turkey this year. Uh, I made the mashed potatoes. Um, just just a bunch of stuff. Like the only thing she had to make was the corn. You know what I mean? And it's not really hard, you know, it's not too tough, but she was just, and then now uh, like we were washing the dishes and stuff like that. She was just like, you know, you know how I was like, oh my God, que milagro, right? You know, uh, she was in shock. She just didn't know what to do with it at some point. Like she was just like kind of like, I saw the anxiety kicking in her, you know, like just walking around, like just didn't know. What to do. Yeah, it was weird, dude. Like she was like, she was weirded out. I was like, no, mom, relax, chill, chill. We got you. So uh, shout out to my whole family, uh, my sister's. Um, and the nephews, it was fun, dude. We were playing hide and seek at my sister's house, bro. That shit was so fun. Like, I wasn't playing, but like, I was helping like my nieces and nephews, like, where to hide, dude. And they had some fire ass hiding spots. It was, it was so cool, dude. Uh, it was just, uh, it was just a good time, dude. Uh, saw Jingle all the way for like the third time this, this month. Uh, dang, already, already, bro. Already, bro. You can't, you can't, like. Again, bro, like I told you, man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's my dude, bro. Uh, clearly. Clearly. Uh, I had no idea. I didn't realize that my nephews and nephew and nieces love that movie just as much as I do. So it's 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 cool. It's it's right it runs in the family, I guess. So it was cool, man. What what yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was my uh Thanksgiving weekend. Got to see the boys, that was cool. Went out, uh got to see some people from high school. Uh Jermaine's uh brother, I got to see him. Uh it was cool. His little brother, even though he's like fucking three feet taller than me, well, not three feet, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. He, I didn't even know Jermaine had a little brother. He has a little brother. Yeah, yeah. His name's Caleb, man. So shout out to him. I don't think he listens, but shout out to him, bro. Uh, he was just, oh my god. Bro. I thought he only had a big brother. That's crazy. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah he's doing good, man. It's cool. Yeah, mine was just. Uh, filled to the brim i had to travel eight and a half hours in a car with a dog and a child so like it wasn't oh, terrible they were, both really good. <laughs> they were both really good like it was shocking how good they were the whole trip so i can't complain but it wasn't it also wasn't easy <laughs> i feel you man and that's a that's a big cute boy by the way oh yeah the dog yeah you got to meet my dog what'd you think of my dog Bro, adorable, bro. The nicest big dog I've ever met. Well, one of the nicest big dogs, but you know, like he's just—he's a puppy, bro. You know, he's just like, just like any other dog. Like, give me all the loves and stuff. Like, I can see why you love him. So, yeah, he's pretty dope. Um, I had a Thanksgiving question for you, Jason. Shoot, bro. If you could have any guest for Thanksgiving, who would be your perfect Thanksgiving guest? Oh, you know what? Depending on who I'm with, with my family members, I might have to go. Um, if he were still alive, uh, Vicente Fernandez, bro. Oh, I see where you went with that. Okay, you know, we, we we're drinking a little bit, and then we have like a a karaoke night, and we just. Let him do his thing. I know he probably doesn't want to sing, but like, hey, we got other people singing. So he's like, hey, you know what? Just do this for us real quick, man. 
You know what I mean? And I feel like he'd be, uh, you know, pisteando with my family and stuff like that. So I think it'd be a good time. Hey, that's, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. And if you were with the boys? Uh, if I was with the boys, man, probably Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Just like listening to him talk. And he's just like a naturally funny dude. And like he, I don't know, he's just uh, just a funny guy. I think we like, you know, we'd have a good conversation with him, I feel like. Uh, Dave Chappelle would be fantastic. He'd be fantastic to have a conversation with. Dang, that's a good one. Yeah, what about you, brother? Well, it's hard to pass up Dave Chappelle, but, I mean, ideally I would like to have Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's That'd be hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I think he – because he likes to make people laugh just in general. So, like, having him at a Thanksgiving dinner would be great. I mean, of course – I would want to do a historical figure. Like, how dope would it be to have Theodore Roosevelt at your table? Like, the presidential man's man. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to talk to you. I want to know how how you uh, lived your life. I want to know how it felt to get shot while giving a speech and then finish giving the speech. Pretty dope. Anyway. Yeah. What, um, um, what about, like, if you were with the boys? I was with the boys. I think it would for sure be Will Ferrell. Like I would have Will Ferrell if it was with the boys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but what, like, what about someone for your mom to talk to? Like, I would like I kind of put some thought. Like, if it was my family, I have to be like Vicente Fernandez. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if your if your parents, you know, if you're with your mom, it'd still be Theodore Roosevelt. If it was with my mom, well, so I'm in, I'm family. the whole family. Yeah, yeah, Not your whole family. family. Not just your mom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, probably, gosh, I would say probably Roberto Clemente. He's like a Puerto Rican hero. Okay, they, yeah. They, 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 yeah. Now you're thinking. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be the one. I'm not trying to be selfish, man. I'm just saying, like, this is who I would pick for, like, my family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. every, everyone would be excited. Yeah, no, that, that would probably be Roberto Clemente for sure. That's dope. That's dope. They would, they would love that. Shoot, I would love that. I'd suddenly become a huge baseball fan immediately, just like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of surprised you didn't say Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? My mom and my aunt hate Bad Bunny. Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they think he's too vulgar. I'm like, well, well, everyone is. I don't know. Yeah, and like these days, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm like, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but like, I mean, everybody. Let's do listen to like Christian music. Anyway, so that would be mine. All right. Uh, did you have a Thanksgiving question for me? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so out of all the Thanksgiving dishes that are available for Thanksgiving, what is one that you could just do without? Like for the rest of your life, like it's like this never existed. Just boom. Turkey. Wow, with a serious face, huh? Turkey. Uh, I meant like side dish, bro. I, I guess that's a side dish, right? Like everything's a side technically. For me, it's a side dish. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you just, I don't know, man. Maybe you just haven't had the right turkey, I guess. I've had two turkeys that I thought were fire. One okay. was a barbecue turkey and the other one was one that a friend of mine made. Okay. Uh, other than that, I mean, I'm... I'm not two years old, so I'll tell you all the other experiences of turkey I've had over the years. Yeah, not been great. Most of them are, are losses. 
It's a, the yeah, turkey like, is taking an L. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know, it gets dry and stuff. I, I get it. Like, if, if you don't cook it right, it's it's not good. But, oh, my God, I, I fucking love me some turkey. I, I mean, that's respectable. I get it. A lot of people don't like turkey, so I, I, I respect your opinion on that. Yeah, give me the honey ham or the spiral cut ham. That one, I'll take it any day. But the turkey. Okay. See, we I, I don't do too much ham. I do usually ham on Christmas. You know what I mean? So... That's okay. Um, days I want to do a ribeye roast for Christmas. That's... Hey, Ryan, change it up. You know what I mean? Bro, it's just so expensive. But that's a Christmas thing like for people who got money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, man, I can do without uh, some green bean casserole, dude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to say the same thing you said. Just you got to have the right green bean casserole, dude. There's some fire ones out there. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, if anyone has a good, like, recipe or anything like that, shoot that, shoot that over to me. Not that I'm saying, like, my, my family members don't do good green bean casserole, but, like, it's just never, like, I, I, I will have some. I will have some, and I'll eat it, and I'll enjoy it. But am I coming back for seconds on that? No, no. I want I want more for that turkey, mashed potatoes with the – even corn, bro. I love me that. I love me corn, and I mix it up with my mashed potatoes. Fire cranberry, cranberry in a can, cranberry sauce in a can. Love that shit. I know I've people are weird about it. I've never had it. What is it? Is it like what is it like jelly? It's just like sweeter. Yeah, it feels like a Jello, a thicker Jello, but it's like sweet, and you can throw it in with your turkey or stuffing and stuff, and mix it in, and it gives it like a little sweeter taste. Right, and it's cranberry, so you get a little tart taste too. You know what I mean? But it's just fire, bro. I just, it's just so good. I can, I can eat like half a can by myself. I love that shit. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And specifically, like, uh, yeah, cranberry, like mashed cranberries and stuff like that. That's good too. But like, I'm like, ah, that's okay. But like, cranberry in a can, that's my shit, bro. (laughs) The cheap one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, dude. The cheap kind. There's some things that are just that, like. uh gabby she always tells me that she she loves stuffing but she likes the box stuffing like stuffing in a box she doesn't like stuffing that's like actually made she's like i'm not into it bro you know what honestly low-key i'm the same gabby i'm the same dude i am the same i don't know what it is but uh, again if you find some recipes that are like bomb and like like okay this is this is fire my that, cousin actually just recently made one that had, I don't know if it was pork or beef in it, and it was like fresh bread. Ah, oh, it was so good. It was so yeah. good. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, give that to me, bro. Give that to me. Um, yeah, and it was weird because I was like, hey, the next day I want, I want to cook for everybody. And that's when I did my smoking. I smoked that tri-tip and stuff. Yeah. Rosemary potatoes. I did the 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 breakfast biscuits and stuff like that. Uh chipped uh the buffalo chicken biscuits. It was uh, it was cool. It was just nice to see like them. It's weird. Like I, I, I understand my mom now. Like uh, she's like, "Did you like it? Did you like it? Did, did you like it though? But did you like it? You know did what I mean? Like it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, hey, it was good. It was, like, oh, stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it just feels nice when they like your food. It's just like it just some. I don't know something about that when someone just like really enjoys your food. It just feels. Just feels. It just makes me. It just makes me happy. You know what I mean? You know, I was just telling a friend of mine that uh, that's one of my like love, my ways to express love to people is to like, yes. and it's funny because it's I get it straight from my mom. She does it too. Oh, for sure. I think I get it. I, I get it from my mom too. Yeah, and she just 
she shows her love by making food. So do I, dude. I love giving people food. They'd be like, was it good? Did you like it? Like, how hyped yeah. were you for it? I can't wait to make you more. I, make you I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I, I, I didn't realize it until like later in my years, and which is crazy. So shout out again, shout out to your mom. Shout out to the moms out there uh, that fed fed the kids out there. You know what I mean? And the dads. <laughs> and the ants. That's right. Yeah. Uh, cousins, everybody. Everybody. All right, uh, let me get into some actual news. I know we've been talking a little bit about ourselves. We've been gone a while, guys. We wanted to let you know how we're doing. Um, one thing I did want to say was that Netflix is planning to open some physical physical locations, uh, not for DVDs, but like IP-related food and experiences. What do you think? It's almost like a, they're testing what they could do with a theme park. It feels like a, like a restaurant type of thing. I don't know, like... I feel like sounds cool. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like uh, Netflix should have done like a its own movie theater type of dinner thing, or they're yeah. trying to be different. I don't know. It would make more sense, right? Like if they were like, "Hey, come here, Netflix. If you have a Netflix account, you can come to this without having to pay any fees, or you get a discount or something on food or something like that." So mm -hmm. If you have a, you know, uh, an account already with us, I don't know something like that to just like be inclusive to members to make sure you have a subscription subscription um i think that would be pretty cool um but i don't know it, you said like movie like physical locations for non-dvds so food related experiences what does that mean you know what i mean we're like food and experiences yeah yeah food and experience that's that's what i'm saying yeah. like but what does so that it mean like it would be like the the ice cream shop from stranger things would be somewhere you could eat and I'm assuming there would be a Stranger Things attraction of some kind. Oh, that'd be you know kind of I mean? cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That's why, that's why I said, like, are they trying to test if they could have a theme park? Like, I, it sounds like they're testing different things to make a theme park. I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. They have enough IP. I mean, if I think about it, there's a bunch of stuff from Netflix that a lot of people have seen. Or is it at least big enough for people to know? It's not big enough yet. Well, to do a theme park, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Disneyland opened in the 60s, and that was, I mean, they had been, well, no, that's 40 years. They've been doing it for 40 years. They had a, but they had almost the same <laughs> or less content, actually, than Netflix does at this point. So that's also. A yeah, but it's a lot of trash. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. It's a lot. Netflix has a lot of trashy originals that's that's true because they make something for everybody but for all the trash they do have stuff that everybody watch 100 they would have some kind of experience with the tiger king story they have to they have to they're gonna tiger, get him out of jail <laughs> uh split games uh stranger things right, stranger things yeah um I mean, One Piece is not really theirs, but live action One Piece, I hear that's doing really well. I need to see it still. I hear nothing but great things. It was good. Uh, it was so much fun. You liked it. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, good. Thank you for mentioning that. I forgot that I had finished it. It's a, apparently it has a lot of stuff from the show, like a ton, and they do it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So I'm like, dang. Okay. Okay. I see you, Netflix. I think they could do it, man. Uh, I want to get into some Netflix stuff, but I think I think 
generally they might be testing the waters or at the very least to do like a traveling uh traveling experience you know what i mean i still like kind of like my idea like hey come here yeah with 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 little mixture of yours like hey if you have a subscription you have all these discounts that come into our attractions you get a bunch of discounts to it because you one for one you're paying monthly fee for us so you're helping our streaming service stay alive uh but also like as a like a exclusive member you get all these discounts to this attraction area yes you'll still charge them but like you get discounts for people who don't have a subscription with us i don't know i feel like disney plus should do that too for their disney parks like oh you have a disney plus account with us hey you get a discount i don't know i think they may have done that at one point but i do don't that? know oh, okay. that. i i think it wasn't uh it wasn't a long-term thing i think it oh, okay. in the beginning anyway uh wow. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, or maybe it's already been done, but not a bad idea. I like that idea. I like it a lot. Like that makes a lot of sense. That would that would I mean they're always trying to get more subscribers. That's exactly. that's one of the ways. And you get to expose people to your attractions right then and there. Money that they're gonna have like premieres for movies too. Like they're gonna rent out a theater and Ooh. do an experience. And then they'll have like a talk with an actor or a writer or a director afterward that would probably be like an la austin new york type of thing but for smaller films they might do it in other cities too you know what would be cool like if for stranger things for example it'd be like hey if you have a subscription and there's an attraction near you uh, we have a movie theater there and you can be one of the first ones to actually watch it before we release it on netflix for everyone to watch Ooh. that'd be kind of cool right everybody likes exclusivity exactly yeah, yeah, I like them. I, Netflix, call us. Call us. We're giving you some free shit here, guys. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, trademark. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, speaking of random news that's been coming up, did you hear the comments from Taika Waititi recently? That he's not going to be involved in the next Thor movie. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing the next one, and uh, he said that if they want to move in a different direction with another director, he's totally happy with that because he's he's said he's like not free till twenty twenty nine or something like that because he's doing other projects. Honestly, it kind of seemed like he didn't want to do that last movie. If we're being honest, right? <laughs> Sounds like he's like, yeah, guys, like I had. It didn't seem like he yeah, had like a a lot of um, it's called control over that movie there's another word for it that directors say right because uh the creative control. creative control there you go i was just missing one word uh yeah it seems like you know the people above disney right were kind of like yeah no you got to go this way he's like mm. but he still had i mean he still did it um there were some funny moments it wasn't good but you know you know what it, you're right that makes a lot of sense because what it looked like when when the movie came out was like, he just did whatever he wanted then. Like he was within their, the Marvel strategy, mm -hmm. but he didn't put any of his own flair into it. Cause he didn't want to deal with like all the restrictions. And if yeah. you've seen any, uh, Taika Waititi stuff, like he's, he makes his own stories the way he wants to make them. Yeah. Like all over the place, like Jojo rabbit, like one of still one of my favorite movies. Yeah, our flag means death. Um, I hear great things about what we do in the shadows. I personally loved Flight of the Concords, but it's very all of it is very like unique storytelling. 
And I guess that probably was just not Marvel wanted it a little more mainstream and he couldn't mess with it. Yeah, he yeah. also made a comment that uh <laughs> was that he only made the the Thor four uh Ragnarok because he was poor. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty much saying that uh they they came to him and offered it because it was their last they were pretty much the studio was gonna give up on Thor if this one didn't come out to do anything. And they thought a fresh new actor or fresh new director with good ideas would do it. And he said he didn't even like Thor before when he was a kid. He hated Thor. <laughs> that's uh that no, that's interesting. I mean, dude, he brought it to life, dude. Ragnarok is probably one of the best Marvel movies out there. Yeah. And I do feel like Ragnarok is a bit different. Like, yes, it still follows the Marvel like usual things, but it's good. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's everything you want in a Marvel movie. So I, I don't know. He he wasn't saying bad things about them per se, but he was definitely like we both kind of needed each other at the time. Uh and now uh it just isn't quite the same, but he said he he would work with Marvel in the future, but he's also happy to see see what they do with Thor. Yeah, it sounds like he wants to do like other projects and just kind of get away from that, you know, not be known as a Marvel director. He wants to be creative, you know. So yeah, like uh, gosh, what are their names? The brothers, the two brothers that did the big Marvel film. Rusko, the Ru Russo, Russo brothers. Like they can't escape the shadow of what they did in Marvel. Yeah, imagine like you want to just be tied to that and only tied to that, and that's all they know you for. The guys that made uh, Infinity War and Endgame. That's yeah. what they're known for, yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting uh, comment that he made because it just keeps coming up about Taika Waititi and Marvel, right? They they made it sound like they split so uh, so badly. But it, it sounds like it's just like, oh, things happen. We both kind of didn't want to do what we were doing after Thor five. So uh, last bit for me, Jason, I want to know, cause I haven't heard too much. What do you know about the SAG after deal? We're back. The movies are back in business, baby. All what I know, about all I know is that it, it ended. People are back and we're still getting reboots. That's all I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're not going to see the effects until what, like a couple years from now, because there were so yeah. many projects already on the on the horizon getting done. So we'll find out what what the next what the effect of this deal will look like in a couple years. All yeah, right, just want to yeah, yeah. Hopefully, some good uh, stuff comes out of it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just tired of these reboots. As much as I love a lot of reboots, don't get me wrong, I get excited. Don't get me, I am I do fall victim to that. I really do. I'm like, oh damn, they're doing this tight need to watch don't that we don't we all and then we end up disappointed and we're like yeah they should have then we're like yeah they probably should have done that they should have done that they should have done that <laughs> turtles was fantastic that was a great reboot i mean you can always reboot ninja turtles i'm okay with that especially the way they did it this time that was pretty badass so yeah it's pretty great it's pretty great uh the reboot of spider-man from amazing spider-man to the mcu was pretty good too oh yeah i mean there's some that you're like, all right, cool. But 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 then again, I guess that's like what they kind of like are like, maybe let's reboot it because it might work out. It might be better than, you know, past. So I, I guess, but still, there's some that like shouldn't be rebooted. I don't know. 
Yeah, like Disney live action movies from cartoons that have already been made that are almost exactly the same. Yeah, or if, but you know, some people are a little upset that they're changing a lot of the stuff. So I, I don't know, like who wins, who who doesn't. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just talking, little... uh, we talking Snow White? Talking Snow White, man. I still don't understand why they have it. I mean, it's better than it being like regular people. Well, not regular. Yeah, that, that was weird. People. And now CGI dwarfs, like, why not just get actual, you know, actors? Yeah, exactly. pay people. Yeah, <laughs> shocker, Disney doesn't want to pay people. Unbelievable! Uh, Unbelievable! Sorry, Disney, it's just true. Yeah, y'all ain't been doing it. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, well, we, hey, let's get into some lighter news, uh, if I may. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about? Okay, cool. Um, I, I just wanted to lean in on a little bit of sports. We, you know, we're, we're, we're into football season, obviously. Um, I was down in the dumps for quite a while. The Broncos, you know, they were, they were trash, but you know, we have to, we have to represent, you know what I mean? Judy. Nice jersey. Nice jersey. Just have to, you know, we're on a five game winning streak. So we just kind of had to just show this off a little bit. Sorry guys, if you're listening, okay, okay. I'm, not, I'm not watching. I'm just uh, just excited. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the ones I have. I'm trying to get more, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, it's been fun. Uh, you, hey, your Cowboys are killing it right now. They have a pretty tough after this next game. You guys play what? The Seahawks or something? We're playing the Seahawks. Yeah. After that, like I feel like you guys should win that. But the next ones are pretty tough. You play the Dolphins, the Bills, uh, the Eagles again. And uh, I forgot what other team is pretty tough, pretty tough. The Chiefs, yeah. So uh, you guys have a I, – I don't know when to order. But also, um, enjoying fantasy football. Some of my teams are doing good. Some of my teams aren't doing bad, um, are doing really bad. But uh, it's been a very fun season for me because if you guys have a significant other and they don't like football, I do highly recommend – that you get them into fantasy football. Help them out in the first year if you have to. Um, but trust me, they will get more involved and will want to watch more football games with you. And that has happened to me this year. Uh, uh, shout out Jamie. I love you. Um, she is invested with her team and the players are just like, hey, we need to watch some football. Why does this player shit right now? Like what, you know, like who should I start? Who should I pick up? Like she'll ask me advice. You know, and I give her advice, obviously, but I won't give her full advice because we're also playing against each other and stuff. We're in, a, in the same league, but she'll ask me questions of like, who should I start? Who, who she, who she thinks I should start? And sometimes she won't even listen to me, and sometimes she's right because of it. So, uh, it's, just, ah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just fun. Again, if you have a significant other and you enjoy football and you want them to enjoy football, probably start them out with fantasy football and create a league uh, with them. Uh, just makes it really fun, and maybe put just a little bit of money, you know, just so I can make it a little you know it's like gambling you know what i mean yeah but you down next year or what definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join our family league bro if she wants man uh it's it's let's, it's make, a good it, time. let's make it a 30 dollar buy-in next year <laughs> I'm really interested i got i mean i gotta definitely put that up to a vote but i'm pretty sure people will be down um and then obviously man uh, my favorite sport of all time the nba season started already uh it's it's been great they uh implemented Wemby's been doing okay. He might even win Rookie of the Year right now. Not the way it's looking like. Go Spurs, go. 
Yeah, you guys only have three wins right now. It's, it's not looking good for y'all. Yeah, yeah. He's the only one really doing anything. I've, I've... Yeah, he is. He is. But uh, there's another rookie, Chet. He's doing um, uh, about the same stats, but he, his uh, field goal percentage is a little bit better. So, uh, And his team's doing pretty good uh, from OKC. So um, okay. they did implement a new uh, in-season tournament, tournament, which makes it a lot more fun. It makes it more competitive during the regular season. Uh, it makes you can kind of already see it. Teams are actually trying a little bit more, uh, and you see the different courts and stuff. If you've been watching any of the games, like they change the courts, which makes it a lot more fun. Um, but the in-season tournament uh, comes with cash prizes for these players. So if they do perform well and they do end up winning, uh, they get cash prizes. So you can kind of tell that like, oh, these people are trying. So oh, um, they're really trying to make people like more involved into the in-season, uh, into the regular season because. It is a long season, 82 games throughout the whole year, but it just makes you kind of try more, which makes the games more exciting, which brings more viewership. Um, shout out to Commissioner, man. He he did a great job on that. So It's still Adam Silver? Still Adam Silver, yeah. I, I, he's been doing a great job. There's some questionable things that he's done, like any other commissioner prior to that. David Stern hated him for a lot of things, but he did really turn uh, around the basketball um, viewership and made it worldwide. So. You know, hats off to him and RIP to him, obviously. But, yeah, uh, pretty good commissioners that they have had uh, the past back-to-back -back commissioners doing pretty good. Again, a lot of questionable things from each of them. But uh, overall, like trying to expand and make this sport better and make it more worldwide, I think they're doing a good job. Hey, so not to downplay the NBA, I'm pretty excited for Luca and Wemby, uh, those foreigners on Texas teams. But I did want to shout out my fantasy football team. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. I, on air, I wanted to say this. I haven't won anything yet. Uh, but I went from worst in the league last year to – I'm scared to say it, so knock on wood. First, you better knock on wood, bro. It's not over yet. First, Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy of where I am. Can't I can't be happy for myself? <laughs> <laughs> I've been very excited. Uh, things have been going fairly well, so wish me luck, guys. Wish me luck. Yeah, hey, good luck. Yeah, and, and my boy, again, he had the worst overall pick, uh, the worst overall record. So he had the number one overall pick. Could have gotten B. John Robinson. But he ended up trading that pick away to get more assets. And so far, it's worked out for him. Uh, so good for Actually, you. Man. traded both the first overall pick and the second overall pick. For could have had, yeah, could have had Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs. I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah, wow. right Right now, it's looking good. It's looking good. Uh, you know, so everybody good. said that you fleeced me on our trade. Gabe Davis has done great for me, and A.J. Dillon is finally showing up. So, Yeah, Aaron Jones going down. Like I told you, I mean – I said it too. I knew, but I thought AJ Dillon was going to end up taking over because Aaron Jones keeps getting injured like every season. I thought so too, but AJ Dillon has been underperforming, but uh looks like he's picking it up again. Aaron Jones went down again, so you might see him a lot more work from him. But anyways, okay. guys, sorry, sports. If you guys didn't know about this stuff, sorry about that. Um, I do want to give you some, um, you know, just more Disney stuff. Uh, Dave Filoni uh, to be uh, the chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. They finally gave him the green light. They're like, hey, someone else, get out of here. Uh, Dave Filoni clearly knows what he's doing. We got to put him back in charge. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that man knows Star Wars more than 
anyone else besides George Lucas, obviously. Well, even George Lucas has said, like, hey, he knows just as much as I do. If not, like, he knows he's a lot more on the creative side of it and kind of expands the characters that I've created. So, like, he gives him that props. So, just finally, just, like, don't ruin it. Like, I really did enjoy Ahsoka. Uh, Kenobi, like, the more I think about it, it just it was kind of – I still enjoyed it, but, like, there's moments where like, it was kind of a letdown. Um, so, hopefully – It was just fan service, but honestly, yeah, to see you and McGregor – in Star exactly. Wars again, I enjoy that. I, really it, exactly. I, think, I think that's what it was for all of us again, fan service. So, uh, I hope uh, I, I like where this Ahsoka was going. It kind of fell off towards the end, um, but that's always tough. But you're kind of hoping for like it falls off a little bit just so they can bring it back up. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's some, how some shows go, but we'll, we'll see. I think um, they set the second season of Ahsoka to be really good. It's got That's, everything it needs. Yeah, like they they set it perfectly to like, all right, let let let's expand this more side characters, see where they're going. So I, I'm excited for that. Um, on the MCU side of things, we this this was a a, a couple weeks old, but we definitely want to bring it up because this was huge. Uh, Pedro Pascal, you know our boy, you know we love our boy, you know. Um, Star Wars, Din Djarin. Yeah, yeah Din Djarin. Uh, he is set to play Reed Richards in the new Fantastic Four movie. Mr. Fantastic. Uh, some people were a little upset because he, obviously he's not Caucasian, but I don't know, man. He Everything he touches seems like it's doing amazing, right? Senor Fantastico, I'm down. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, Again, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. Like if he's, if he, everything he's touching is, is gold, why not see if he can save this uh, MCU thing, right? Yeah, I... Uh... I, I'm definitely interested in seeing it. I like Pedro Pascal, so yeah, he's got some gray hairs. You know what I mean? Like he he looks like just a Spanish version of Mr. Fantastic. But I get it. I understand why people are upset. You know, I don't know. Um, Anya Taylor Joy is in talks to play the villain for the Fantastic Four. We don't know what villain, but she's in talks to play in that villain. A lot of people are saying probably Juno, right? Is Juno a villain, or is that just? Yeah. Or I have no idea, man. To be honest, I, I really don't know what Fantastic Four villains are. If I'm being completely honest, well, Silver just, Surfer was originally a villain. That I do know. That they did get right in the old movie, but he right pretty much changed sides fairly quickly. He's a herald of Galactus, so he's one of the people that goes in and checks on planets and pretty much says, "Hey, you guys are gonna die." My. Uh, my yeah. uh, we could, we could get more details from our comic uh, our comic expert, but we'll have to reach out to them to see a little more about what they know about Juno, Silver Surfer, uh, and how he interacts with the Fantastic Four initially and thereafter. But I know he does become an ally. Okay, yeah, and then last lastly, uh, Stephen Yuen Yuen. I, I don't know if I ever say his last name right, so I apologize. Uh, but we know him as Glenn from The Walking awesome. Dead. We know him as Invincible, Invincible. from Invincible. Uh, we know him as uh, one of the characters in Beef, the main characters. Um, but he is set to play a Sentry in uh, the Thunderbolts movie. So if I may interject... I love Steve Yoon. I don't know. I also don't know if I'm saying it right. So hopefully I am. He seems a little small 
like real thin to be Sentry. Sentry looks like jacked, huge dude. Yeah, like not only that, but like he has like he's like blonde hair, and he just you know like like just completely different. Like with me, like with Pedro Pascal and Reed Richards, okay, I can kind of see that, but like, yeah. like this just doesn't really make sense to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Steven is a good actor, bro. So I don't know. I'm gonna give him a chance because of his uh, his skills, but I am yeah. very much like he's just he's smaller than I imagine Sentry. Sentry just looks like Superman, except with long blonde hair. Um. The hair thing, I'm sure that that doesn't really matter that much. I'm sure comic fans would no. disagree. Comic fans are going to be like, oh, my God, no, he has to be blonde. Doesn't really matter. It's just his hair, you know? Unless that's a central part of his uh, powers, which I doubt. Well, it is. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm I'm okay with it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see more stuff from Marvel, and hopefully they kind of bring the quality back up. After Secret Invasion, I'm pretty disillusioned. I personally, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go into something I did see. I saw the Marvels. I enjoyed the Marvels. Uh, my daughter loved it. Uh, my wife loved it. So uh, we'll get into that one. But there are they ha they are doing some things. It's just not. I feel like it's not uh, hitting with everyone the way the other movies hit with everybody. So we'll get into that in a bit, though. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, man. Well, let's let's hop into some trailers. I know we talked about some movies already, but let's talk about what uh, stuff that's coming out. I guess stuff that's come out already, but we should talk about. All right. So I've got some trailers for sure. Uh, we've talked about it before. I don't know if we set the date, but April 12th, guys, if you are a video game fan, Prime Video is coming out with the Fallout TV series, and it's going to be the same uh, makers of Westworld, the producers of Westworld, from what I understand. Westworld was very well made. I think the writing was a bit convoluted, but they have source matter that, that they can go off of that can be, what I understand, less convoluted and should be a very interesting show. Um, they also released some pictures of Fallout already this past week. Um, How's it looking? Looks pretty cool, man. Uh, I, I've never played Fallout, the games, um, but honestly, it looks very sci-fi. And I like sci-fi and uh, video games that usually uh, fans really enjoy because they like the storylines. Mm -hmm. It's typically a good storyline. I don't know. Last of Us. I know, I know we didn't like Halo, but the storyline for Halo is kind of cool. I don't know, but he, there's a lot of games that storylines are pretty good. Minus Doom, that movie with The Rock, just trash. But you know how I feel about The Rock, so I, let's not let's not get off topic here. Um, Fallout was dope. Looked dope. Looks dope. Damn, you just went out of your way on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dwayne Johnson. If you ever want to come on our show, though, like, feel free to come. On. No, you'll probably like. I don't know why you hate me. Blah blah blah. You know. Sorry, man. I just don't like your movies. Fair enough. Fair also, enough. I think I think it's because uh, low key I hated you like during the uh, wrestling when I was watching wrestling. Like I, he was like my least favorite wrestler. But like that was what he was about, right? Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. Never forgot. I guess maybe that's why I hate him. That, that would make a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah, I don't want to smell what you're cooking, Rock. Yeah, a lot of a lot of childhood trauma. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's dope, though. I'm really excited to see this show. Uh, 
I feel like they're finally doing right by video games. Remember when we were younger, they just came out with everything based on a video game was always trash. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with this one because these past few years, they've been hitting with all their video game stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what else you got for me, brother? Uh, right, right. Sorry. So we've also got Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Fantastic trailer. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Coming out Memorial Day. Uh, we've got the Rebel Moon trailer came out. And if I'm not mistaken, Rebel Moon should be coming out pretty soon on Netflix. Let me look up that uh, that date for you real quick. And that's the movie, Jason, that was supposed to be a Star Wars movie, but they didn't let Zack Snyder do it. How do you feel about that? December 15th is coming out. Uh, you know what? Honestly, don't know too much about it. Haven't seen it. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. And I'll, be, I'll let you know how I feel about it. Honestly, I'm I'm not too sure how I feel, if I'm being completely honest. Check out the trailer. It, it looks cool, man. It looks over cool. my head, so I'll, ch- I'll check it out. All right. And then, uh, obviously, Hunger Games came out. Hope you guys got to see it. And then Aquaman, December 20th. Are you planning to see that one, Jason? No. I didn't like the first one. I fell asleep watching the first one. That was, uh, wow. Okay. Fair enough. Harsh, harsh, but fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> I, Sorry, I'm yes. excited because I do like Black Manta. That's one of my DC bad guys that I really enjoy. Uh, but last one that's coming out, it looks kind of it's like a romantic comedy action movie with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. I love me Ryan Gosling. I love Emily Blunt. Uh, Fall guy. He's supposed to be a stuntman that ends up getting into some actual danger uh, with his director, who is Emily Blunt. So I'm I'm excited to see that. I definitely want to take Gabby to watch it. That does look fun. Yeah. I, I want I want to check that out. But that March March first, right? March first, yeah. What about you, Jason? I know we got some things coming out. Yeah, so we got uh, the new Ghostbusters trailer that just came out uh, a while back. Actually, not just came out; came out a while back. Uh, Frozen Empire, the sequel to the first Ghostbusters movie reboot. If you guys saw okay. it, yeah. Sequel to uh, Afterlife, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, lo- it looks pretty good. Uh, didn't see the first one either, honestly. I, mean, I need to catch up on that. I heard nothing but pretty good things on that one as well. Um, so, sorry, I just wanted to announce it. <laughs> don't uh, don't hate me, but like it's, it was fine. It was good. It was fun. Okay. Not a big okay. guy. So I thought the original was just like whatever. Uh, I, I just like him that move those movies more for the song, you know. You know I that like shit was in the song, yeah. <laughs> um, Nintendo announced a live-action Zelda trilogy, um, like a show, a movie. I'm, I'm not sure, but that's all they announced. So, well, if it's a trilogy, it's got to be three movies, right? Got to be a I movie. Feel yeah. like, I feel like it would do better as a as a show, the series. How long it's been running, but yeah and especially because fantasy like it plays out slow you've seen how long the lord of the rings movies were oh for sure like i feel like it would do like a it could do like lord of the rings numbers if they really tried instead of making it a movie yeah for sure yeah because everybody everybody knows legend of zelda even people that don't play video games they've heard of legend of zelda yep 
So I, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that one too because I think Link is one of the coolest heroes in video games. I agree, I agree. And now I wasn't a Zelda Zelda fan growing up or didn't play much of them growing up. But I've only played one, and that's recently. So <laughs> um, one game that I did play that I don't recommend for little kids to play, uh, GTA Six. The trailer is dropping December in December for their 25th anniversary of Rockstar. Um, the long anticipated GTA six, they've been working on this move, this for a long time. And you can tell that everyone is everyone that works for rockstar is working on this game because they haven't really released any other rockstar games in the past besides red dead redemption two. dude. Like well, that, was, games. that was a long time ago too, right? Like, you have everyone working on this game because of how popular GTI five, uh, GTI five was GTA, GTI, GTA five. And like the whole like, like the whole flagons now, <laughs> the whole NPC stuff, and like uh, being able to interact online, like and like how big it was. Um, it seems like they're like really putting all their uh, eggs in one basket on this one, and uh, it seems like it will succeed just based off like how popular GTA is. So I don't know; it's gonna be interesting. It. I was a huge Vice City fan when I when uh when I played, and it's gonna be set in the Miami uh, world. So, oh sweet, um, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be dope. I might, yeah. I might have to play that. I might have to yeah, play dude. That. Yeah, Vice Bi- City was one of my favorite uh, GTA games, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for this one. Uh, like, I probably will be playing this one. I didn't play GTA, G- GTA Five. I saw Cole and Eric beat it, so I know the story. Um, but uh, I didn't start. They stopped playing when like it went live. Like, and everyone can you can interact with other people. It was interesting, but yeah, no. Um, another trailer that already came out, uh, Echo, uh, trailer came out. The, the look? I haven't seen it yet. Looks pretty cool, man. Um, they kind of remind you of that Echo is actually a villain because like towards the end of uh, Hawkeye, uh, that Christmas special uh, series, you kind of see like where she's kind of leaning towards like, I'm against Kingpin, but in this one, it's like, you can see like how Kingpin brought her up and how she's going to be like a villain. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so a lot of Kingpin in, in, in this trailer, and you just kind of looks like a badass dude, and like, you kind of just see, like, her, uh, what's it called? Her story of how she becomes uh, who she is. What's okay. it called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, origin story. Origin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one that I'm really excited about, which makes me probably going to want to watch Game of Thrones again, and probably right after House of Dragons Season 1. House of Dragon season two set to come out summer 2024. Uh, so Jamie and I are probably gonna hop in that so we can try and catch up and uh, soak everything up so we can be like Leonardo DiCaprio in a uh, in that one meme. You know what I mean? Point that out like, oh hey, that's from this. You know? So very excited about that. Uh, that's coming out again summer of 2024. Oh, dude, that's exciting. We got. I mean, we got a lot of stuff right now. That's fantastic. But now let's talk a little bit about what we've actually watched. Oh, for sure. We've been gone for a while, guys. So we've got a few things that we're going to talk about. Let's get into uh, some of the things that the other has not seen. Jason, you recently saw a kid's movie that I need to watch. Uh, Leo. How did you like Leo? Netflix, by the way. Um, I honestly was not expecting it to be as good as it, I thought it was going to be. 
And also, I was not expecting it to be a musical. <laughs> uh, it was kind of like, uh, it, well, it's Adam Sandler. He created it. Um, he plays the main character as the lizard. I think it's an iguana. I'm not too sure. Looks like and, uh, yeah, and his his buddy uh, Bill Burr, uh, which is a turtle known as Quirtle. Um, probably my favorite character, honestly. He was funny. He he was like Bill Burr, but like PG. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Like he was saying a lot of his jokes, but like without cussing. It was That's kind right. of funny. yeah. It was, it was it was very nice to see. Um, so yeah, the iguana and the turtle are like both um, uh, 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 pets for the fifth fifth grade class, and uh, they're both like old as shit. And uh, the iguana, which uh, turns out they don't live to be 75, 75 years old, actually in captivity, they're, I have to look this up because I was kind of curious. In captivity, they only live up to be 16 years old, but I guess for cartoon's sake. Um, uh, Leo, uh, which is Adam Sandler, was turning 20, 74, and he started realizing that he's about to die. So he's trying to escape so he can go out to the Everglades and like live in the wilderness area um and apparently they can talk to uh to human beings uh but they're not supposed to animals aren't supposed to talk to human beings so it kind of felt like toy story at the same time it felt like eight crazy nights the musical but without the cu cussing again it was like very pg um and it just kind of very uh it was just kind of nice like it just like tackled on like a uh, kid's mental health awareness type of thing so uh, like what all the stuff that they're going through like um leo's like is like don't worry you'll get over it blah 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 but like in a good way like listening to them and not like as a parent like oh these are like your child problems like no it, it, it is a big deal like what you're going through at that time as a kid really affects you who you are like later on down the line down the road um so it's very important to like really know who you are and yourself and it's okay to be wrong and just be who you are and just kind of realize like the things that kind of make you tick. I don't know. It was like a therapist. It was, it was kind of interesting. And it was just overall, it was just fun, man. Like I had some funny moments. Um, but it really, I think I really like this, the story about it too. Like just, again, just saying like uh, kids problems are something that we need to look at as parents, you know? Yeah. Um, as a teacher and parent, I can tell you kids definitely need to have more things that help them cope and like right. understand how to interact with the world. Again, that's why I like Bluey. <laughs> I'm a Bluey guy, man. Yeah, I like Bluey, it. Great things about Bluey, too. That's crazy that you it, say that. <laughs> it legitimately helps kids. It has a bunch of messages for kids to to understand themselves, the world around them, and like why certain behaviors are important. Right. Uh, it's It's just a good show. So it sounds like Leo is doing some of the same things. Yeah, man, it was cool, man. I I did not expect it. I was like kind of expecting like a typical Adam Sandler type of thing. And, and it was, don't get me wrong, but everything that we loved about Adam Sandler was cool. Um, and yeah, just, uh, I don't know, man, it was just a, just a good time, dude. It was, it was hilarious. And it still had some adult comedy in there, you know, but without like being like in your face, you know what I mean? So yeah, like Shrek. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of have to like look for it, you know. Like as an adult, you'll catch it, but as a kid, you won't catch that. Yeah, kids won't understand. Yeah, that's great. I need to catch it then. Yeah, dude. And overall, like uh, it was a short movie too, so like something very easy watch. Uh, I know, I know, we say this stuff a lot about some certain movies, but honestly, man, like uh, you know how you are, like uh, how we are. You know, sometimes we're tired from work and stuff like that, or tired, you know, 
yeah. putting the kid yeah. down. So like sometimes you just need like an, a movie that you can easily watch. Like there's movies that I love that uh, I really would want to watch, but I feel like I need to put my full focus on it. Will I? Probably not. Um, so this was a day where we were like kind of tired. We were back from my, my trip and just we were just exhausted. And we're like, hey, this is not a long movie. Let's watch it. And uh, it was worth it. Oh, that's dope. You've got another one that I haven't seen. No Hard Feelings. Also no Hard Feelings. Also on Netflix with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, another movie I didn't expect that I would like so much. Um, kind of corny at times. I'm just like uh, a little cringy at times. But uh, I like Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always had a crush on her, you know, for for a while. Uh, but dude, yeah, she was she was hilarious. I liked her in this role. She, um. I don't know, lives this part. I, I this whole time, like I thought it was like in California, but apparently it's by like Long Island. <laughs> I didn't know this. Uh, Jamie had to tell me. I was like, I didn't know where that this location was. But uh, she's an Uber driver. She gets her car taken away for I forgot why, but she needs money. And uh, this family comes and like offers her money to because her son is about to go into college, right? And he hasn't had sex. He barely leaves his house. Like he's like a very nerdy nerd. But his parents—it's again, his parents' fault because like they just like were just smothering him and didn't like let him live. So they hired her, right, escort type shit, to kind of let him out of his shell, but without her knowing. And then they ended up befriending each other. They ended up like realizing like how much she needed to change and how much he needed to change, and it was just. That type of movie, but uh, they a lot of, uh, they, I, I don't, they, you don't kinda, want to yeah, 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 but it, it's very, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, that's, that's kind of weird. It's kind of, um, and like, why, why is it okay that she's like older and he's younger? Like, I don't know, it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of problems with this, but like, uh, again, like, and, they kind of like put it out there, like to make you know, kind of show you, like, yeah, this is this is weird, you know. Um, but yeah, a lot of funny moments, man. It, it was it was good. Um, a lot of moments that I didn't like again that I thought maybe they shouldn't have shown, like trying too hard, you know. But like I think it was like kind of in your like a book smart type of movie and like super bad type of movie. We're just like, all right, that was a little out of, out of line, but yeah it kind of made sense like it was it was just a good time man uh, another movie i'd recommend another another easy watch uh just hilarious uh i think i thought jennifer lawrence did a great job and and the and the, the kid I, I don't know his i don't know his name but i thought he did a good job too like it, it, it was fun dude it was, it was real fun dope man well i'm glad to hear it uh i've seen a couple things that yeah what you got for me man? watched uh i'm gonna go through them a little more quickly so it's much older, but the Benicio del Toro Wolfman, it's on Netflix right now. It's been there since uh, spooky season. Sorry, guys, we didn't get to do spooky season this year. Uh, but that was one of my spooky season watches. It was okay. It wasn't bad. I would watch it again. Was it the greatest movie I'd ever seen? No, but it definitely had that gothic horror feeling, so I enjoyed that. I saw Gran Turismo. I think I had a good time with that one. That one's more recent. Uh, it's based on a true story, and it does it does the game justice too. It it was a lot of fun. Another one that I would recommend to watch. I, I just oh, mentioned yeah. that I watched the Marvels. That one actually had me laughing. It had good it had good music. Uh, 
I think the chemistry with all three of the actresses was good. It made them, uh, well, it made Brie Larson's character a lot more human. I think the biggest problem with Captain Marvel in the first one was that she was not relatable to anybody. Like nobody was like, oh yeah, I see myself in her. What, yeah, no, uh, see that. What make what made her relatable in this one? Um, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! And I know I can spoil for Jason because he's not going to see this anytime soon. Definitely not. Uh, there's the relationship. The relationship. The relationship between Monica Rambeau and um, and Captain Marvel really humanizes her. Like it shows. It shows weakness, and it shows empathy. It shows uh, care and like vulnerability, which are all things that like you see in characters. Except for I guess Iron Man, <laughs> he he would only show it in certain ways, right? But you see that, like you see that all in characters like Spider Man, or you see it in characters like, oh shoot, even Wonder Woman, who seems like nothing bothers her. You see all of those things in a good character, and I think they just rounded her out a lot more. And uh, Ms. Marvel was just a great comedic addition. She gave a lot of heart to the story. The villain was forgettable. The, some things don't change. <laughs> some things don't change. Marvel, y'all, I don't know what you guys do with these villains, man. They're just, I didn't care about her at all. I did not care. I did not find her interesting. I was just like, eh, I guess. I had his problems is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the problems were the main characters. I think the overall story was it was cool. But I mean, you know Marvel's problem with villains, they've always had it. That's that's always been the thing. Like they, oh, they no, uh Thanos. Okay, but I mean come on. <laughs> Let's go back. The original Iron Man villain was just a copy of him. Thor Loki was he was solid from the beginning. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Captain America, nobody cared about Red Skull. Nobody. Don't lie and say you did, because you didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Who else? Who can I can I keep going? I could go into the next few things. And this is why Spider-Man and Batman are probably be probably the one that you need to keep making reboots on because their villains are so strong. Yes, agreed. And stop making movies about Spider-Man villains before putting them in the movies for Spider-Man. Let's just, just get that out there. Just want it to be known. <laughs> Craven, Venom. Let's put them in the movie with Spider-Man first and then let them spin off. That's how right. it works in the comics. It worked well. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did enjoy the Marvels. I would recommend to watch it. Uh, for the Marvels, I'll give it a rating. I'd say probably a 6.7. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good watch. Close to a 7. I'd say it's close oh. to a 7. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll give a – sorry, um, didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, Leo, I guess I would give that a 6.8. Okay. Um, no hard feelings from what I remember. I think I gave it 6.2, maybe 6.1. Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough. Maybe a little enough. bit lower. Maybe a little bit lower. Yeah, I would say 6.1 yeah. 6 or 6.2 with uh, Wolfman. And okay. then Gran Turismo, I would also give like a six point five, maybe. Which, hey, which, by the way, um, I am going to be creating a spreadsheet for us, and we're I'm going to start putting we down our see the rubric, guys. We'll get back to you on the rubric. We yeah. swear, we yeah. swear. We'll, we'll, 
we'll put it we'll post it on you guys uh for you guys and then you guys can let us know if we're wrong we're right if you agree if we're wrong it doesn't matter we're all it's all opinion based at by the end of the day right so yeah we're just here to talk about it uh <laughs> next up for me was evil dead rising another one i watched in spooky season i had a lot of fun with this movie Ooh. i'm I've always been... gonna go ahead and say that i personally would give it a seven okay it and was... now that, that's the one with the mom right yes yeah, the bathtub and like looking through the the apartment. Yeah, yeah oh, dude, that, that was so good. So you liked it? Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was so fun. Uh, it it's definitely uh, not for the weak-hearted. If you don't like blood, don't right. Don't watch this movie. So don't I totally watch those type of movies, like scary movies, uh, when uh, Jamie is out of town. So that's when I try to catch up on my horror movies. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I I'd give it a seven. I really had fun with it. I don't know how other people felt about that movie, but it was it was just the amount of crazy that you want in a horror movie, and they didn't get too tied up in the lore, but they added just enough to uh, to to give you the, a sense of the Evil Dead world. So I'm definitely excited to see what their next installment is because it does seem to show that there's going to be another one. Sweet. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man, because now it makes me like want to more excited to watch it now. Oh, absolutely. Now I'm gonna go ahead and talk What'd about sorry, go ahead. What'd you give it by the way? Seven. A seven. Oh, seven. Okay. 7. Yeah. A nice 7.0. Nice. Yeah. Uh the next set I'm gonna talk about as a set because it's a Wes Anderson project. Uh different short stories by Roald Dahl. He released them all on Netflix if you haven't seen them. Uh, it is The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar with Benedict Cumberbatch. It, there's another one, Ratcatcher and The Swan, all of which are Roald Dahl stories. And you watch them. Actually, they all have uh, they all have Benedict Cumberbatch. They have the same actors. Benedict Cumberbatch and, oh, my gosh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. I'm glad I thought of it quickly. Uh <laughs> And they're they're really good. They're a lot of fun to watch. It's got the Wes Anderson style, great sets, good acting. Uh, it's very quiet and can be slightly awkward, but the the storytelling is already built in because it's Roald Dahl, so it has its own uh, tempo and feeling, okay. so that you you can feel it compared to the leisurely way that Wes Anderson likes to make movies. Because when you watch at least his older stuff, everything takes time. Nobody's in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah, it uh, does. Yeah, in these move in these uh, projects, you you get a little bit more of a sense of urgency. It feels like you're watching a stage play, like a very um, a very intricate stage play. I would recommend all three of them. Best one to me was probably the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. If you have to pick one, it was a fantastic watch. It's only 38 minutes. The other two are 17 minutes each. So definitely fun to watch. If you've got Netflix, it's free. And maybe they'll have a traveling attraction with the Roald Dahl stories. You never know. Sounds good. Uh, short. Sounds short and sweet. Yes, it does. Again, easy watch, right? Something that you can just watch when you're like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to watch something that's three hours long because – Movies these days are three, two hours long. Now you can watch something. And you're like, all right, that was good. I liked it. You know. Speaking of three-hour movies that I have not seen, 
Jason, how's Killers of the Flower Moon? I'm so disappointed in myself that I haven't watched this yet. Um, I'm not disappointed you haven't, uh, if I'm being completely honest. Killers of the Flower Moon, I was so excited for this movie to come out. Martin Scorsese, uh, three hours long. <laughs> three hours and 12. I can't remember how, how long it was. Um, I would, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to explain to myself, like trying to rethink, because it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I thought the acting was phenomenal, first of all, from all the actors, amazing. Uh, great storytelling too, Like, but I don't know if it really had to be three and a half hours long. Um, yeah, Scorsese also, is tending to love making really long movies now. <laughs> like um, you know, with Scorsese films, like you kind of don't know where this film is going. I, I guess, and and I know it's based off a book, and it's, it's like historical and stuff like that. So you kind of know where this is going. We know what happens to the Native Americans, but like at the same time, you you're still a movie, and you want to make it uh, at, at least give it a thrill. And um, throughout the whole movie, you kind of you felt where this was going. So it kind of yes, the the dialogue was great and all this stuff, but like. Dialogue is only great if like this 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 film is going somewhere, and it didn't really feel like it went anywhere because we kind of felt we already knew where it was going. Um, I feel like the trailers really hurt this film too because again, we knew what was going to happen. It was just kind of unfortunate, and that's why I really disliked about this this film. And like I think that's why a lot of people were very disappointing. Uh, stories again really heartbreaking if you think about it. Like uh, and again they're they're telling these. Uh, their story and like how fucked up and how they were trying to take over the oil and like it was reserved for the natives and things like that. It's a pretty tragic story, but again, it just didn't, I don't care if he's a phenomenal director. I don't care if they have great cast and stuff like that. If you don't really catch someone with the story and kind of like really pull in the audience. I yeah. I don't really feel like, yeah. I don't feel like they did that. You know what I mean? And the worst part is it's supposed to play like a mystery, like the book from and what it I did. is like a mystery. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it, and if and if that's the case, if the book was supposed to play like a mystery, this movie did not at all. Shutter Island so heavily <laughs> historical, like a lot yeah. of first uh primary sources and secondary sources. Right, right. And um Shutter Island itself, I know it's fictional, but um it was supposed to play like a it plays like a mystery in the movie, it played like a mystery. So, like, if that's what he was trying to do, like, it just didn't hit. And I'm not trying to compare those two movies because, again, historical oh, base. His. <laughs> yeah. You so can compare them. They're both his, and it's got – they both have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in them. Why not? Yeah, and this is the first time we got Leo and uh, – um, oh, my God. Robert De Niro. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh and I thought Robert De Niro was probably the best one in this film, in, in my personal opinion. And I'm a, and I love Leo. I think he's like one of my favorite actors of all time. But uh, I, I liked him as uh, his character. And uh, again, I just think it just fell short for me. And I was kind of disappointed. Kind of disappointed. Uh, that's too bad to hear. What would you give it? I'm still going to watch it, but I do want to, I want to read the book first. Uh, you know what, man? Uh, again, like the acting and some of the cin cinematography was pretty good. 
Yeah, just like the acting from everybody. I thought they all did a phenomenal job. So like I hate taking away from anything that they did. But again, story based and just where it went and it just didn't really catch me again. I'd probably give it like a six point six point six. Yeah. Oh shit. I wouldn't watch it again. Oh, well, I I'd probably watch it one more time to because like maybe I'm being harsh, but again, it's a three hour three and a half hour long movie. I'd watch it again just to be sure. And um You wouldn't watch know. it again? I don't know if I would. Well, it's three hours long. That's difficult. Yeah, to watch. I, I watch it again because I'm like, maybe am I missing something? Like what, you know? But I don't know, man. Fair enough. Okay. And all and, right, and you know, you love historical movies, you know, like uh, All Quiet in the Western Front. That was a good take on on that on that film. I know that's fictional too. Yeah, and it it is, but it also, from what I understand, it did capture the feeling of the time. Yeah, like we know what happens. But like again, you felt that suspense, you felt that thrill. Like you feel those thrills in those historic movies where like, oh my God, I didn't feel this with this 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 film. So that's why I had to put it that low. Okay, fair enough. Uh let's that's too bad. I'm sad. But let's go on to something we've both watched. Ah man. Which I'm one do you want? I'm still gonna watch it. I'm watch just it. Watch it. Sure, I, I want your opinion because I know you really were really excited about it. You're a history buff. Watch it. Don't let my opinion skew you anyway, but I, I definitely want to hear your opinion on it too. So, all right, thank you. We're we're gonna move on though. Uh, Jason, a show that we've been waiting quite some time for. Invincible. Which one, man? Invincible. You want to go Invincible first? Okay, cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How do you, do you like the new season of Invincible? Season two of Invincible, fucking amazing. Well, we're only halfway through. We got through the first half. They're taking a holiday break, as they should, right? Because it's, it's pretty tough to watch new episodes during this time. Uh, you know, watch a new series at this time. Uh, bro, coming back right right where they left off, uh, I think uh, that uh, that mini series that they had with Adam Eve just tells feel like they're going to tell a little bit more about her story because we didn't get a lot of her in this first half of the season of season two. Um, but they start tying in a lot more stuff. They're bringing in new characters and you start seeing like more character development, not only from the main characters, but also from side characters, which I thought was amazing. Like you just see more character development from each and every character as a cartoon. That's insane. Some of like better, better, more better shows than some live action shows that we're watching right now. It, it is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And again, I'm always blown away about how stacked this cast is. Also, I didn't even know Mark Hamill was in this in this until like what I love about Amazon Prime. It's on Prime Video, guys. Uh, when you press pause or just like click on it, if like if you're curious about who that voice actor is, you just click on it real quick and it'll say who the voice actors are. Love that about uh, Prime Video. I think that's some of the best thing. Give credit to those actors because a lot of the people that watch animes or anything like that, you're like you're wondering like, wow, I really like this person's voice acting. Who is that character? And then You'd be surprised who it is. Like, literally click on it. Even the animated movies. Uh, sometimes you forget. I've all, I've already noticed two, like, uh, voice actors. And I don't know if they're in other things. But there is someone who plays Daphne and Scooby-Doo in that show. And then the guy that plays Optimus Prime is in that show. We've yes, got, yeah. We've got Rogan. We've got Steve Yoon. Uh, we've got more. Yeah, but those are the ones that J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill. J.K. Yeah, who is Mark Hamill's character? Um, he played, um, one of, um, 
He plays the one that made uh, Omni Man and Invincibles uh, costumes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah very small character. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I really did like uh, was the uh, the character that um, blew himself up after Omni Man, like in in the season one, right? He like he he worked for um, I forgot what character his name is, but reverse he worked for some Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he worked for Reverse Nick Fury. <laughs> reverse um, Nick Fury. Yeah, bro. But like, he, he and he started to realize, like, wait, am I a clone? Like, what the hell? Like. I thought that was pretty intense. Um, again, just a lot of character development. storyline that they just threw in for us out of nowhere. Whose storyline? Alan the Alien. Oh, Alan the Alien storyline too. Yeah, again, like it's just character development up the wazoo. And I don't think he's dead, by the way. I hope not. I hope he's still alive. It looks like they tried to salvage his body, but Thetis tried to... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. They just tried to hey, kill him. Definitely uh, Viltrumite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. I would say so. Uh, I definitely hate Viltrumites after that episode. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hated them before, but now I'm like, oh, this mother. Anyway, definitely get on the bandwagon, guys. It's worth it. It's worth the ride. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. If you guys love the boys, if you guys seen the boys or Gen B or anything like that, again, I know it's a cartoon s- series, but it's such a great, well-written show. Um, you'll you'll forget that it's a that it's that that it's a cartoon. Um, it's raunchy. Uh, it's very bloody. <laughs> um, but again, it's a cartoon, so you can get through it, whatever. It's not a big deal. But yeah, the characters do such a great job, and the animation is just amazing. Catch it on Amazon Prime, guys. Uh, Jason, so, what else you got for us? Speaking of the boys, uh, the spinoff series Gen V, man. I know we talked a little bit about it, but like, let's talk about what we loved about it. We got, we got the season finale. Uh, we got to see Soldier Boy in a dream. Um we got to see Homelander at the very end, which is fucking dope. Uh, and you can just tell that Homelander too. What a piece of. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> He's so good at being a piece of trash, just complete trash. I, dude, like the more I like uh, see him in the, these shows, like the more I like him, just because he's doing a great job. Like he's doing what we need him to do as a villain like you want to hate this dude but you're also kind of like man he's he's really good at this like it's just (laughs) he's good at what he does yeah absolutely he's very good at what he does and uh they already renewed uh gen v season two and uh yeah so uh supposedly uh, gen v is supposed to tie into season four uh the boys so i highly recommend you guys watch this if you guys it it might be better honestly that might be my favorite the boys uh season i i really like gen v season one I, yeah it was a lot of fun man and honestly i think it made a great uh expansion on the world of the boys mm-hmm. i i don't know if i like it more just because i really do i like the characters in the boys they're just so they're epic uh but- i don't know man i think the only the only characters that i like in the boys is uh homelander um Oh, we also got an appearance of uh oh my god, what's his name? The one that says cunt a lot. Uh, I don't know. Who are we talking about? Oh, oh uh Billy. 
Butcher. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, Butcher. Yeah, he. Uh, at the very see, end. Yeah, at the very end, we see him. Uh, but those are my two favorite characters. Uh, I'm kind of annoyed with Starfire. Uh, also, the main character that we see at the beginning, I already forgot his name, oh, but he's right. annoying. I freaking hate him. Jack Quaid's Mark, character. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack Quaid. Uh, he's he's kind of annoying because like he's like I want powers, I want to be, you know, invincible and stuff like that. You know, it's just. Uh, but also the side characters, like the, the ones that are part of the group, actually really like them too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love Frenchie. I yeah. like uh, Kimiko, right? Kimiko. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love her too, actually, too. Now and uh, yeah, I like uh, what's his name, the the no. friend, the, no. the one who has a daughter. I'm not sure. Now I'm thinking about. It, I actually really like a lot of their characters. Uh, I think it's just a uh, uh, Jack Quaid and um, uh, Star Starlight that pissed me off. I don't know. I like them too. Well, Jack Quaid's character in that last season. It, it, but they wanted you to dislike him. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. The uh, deep was dope. You know, the deep's always dope. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite character. Favorite character. Uh, shoot, I even liked Soldier Boy. He was such a piece of trash. Soldier Boy's Soldier Boy's cool. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. But I still really like uh, a lot of the characters in Gen B, and um, it's good. Like I'm kind of waiting to see how they interact and stuff. So. Yeah, I'm excited. And then with that ending, where they have them locked up in the same facility that the brother was locked up in, uh, there's a lot to be done there. There's a lot to be done. So very excited. Go check out Gen V on Prime Video as well, guys. Give Gen V as far as a, a rating. Oh, well, yeah, before we do that, Invincible Season 2. Well, it's not done yet, so I'm going to reserve my... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we'll wait on that. Uh, Gen V for myself, 9.1. Dang. That's yeah, man. Awesome. I loved it. I'd give it about an 8.2. 8.2. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's very well done. Um, but if you can't watch it uh, immediately, it's understandable. Next one for me, though, I wanted to talk to you about Loki. Back to the MCU. How'd you like Loki, man? I... We, we have a lot to talk about, guys, so we're going to bring up uh, Loki. I know it just ended a few weeks back. But the way it ended, and spoiler alert, if you have not watched Loki, this is your time to stop listening to us. What did you think of that end? I really liked it. Uh, I just didn't know where it was going with uh, Loki figuring, figuring out like what his purpose was. Uh, kind of ties into everything from like season one and like, just like the way he died in infinity war and stuff. And like, he just realized like what his purpose was, which was pretty crazy. And how like, it just all tied in together. Like he was like, Oh, I do have a purpose. No way. I'm meant for more and blah, blah, blah. And like, and he just realized like, I need to keep this sacred timeline together to save like trillions of lives. Um, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, the way it ended. Honestly, uh, very poetic. I was like, dang, Marvel, Marvel did a good one on this one. They, they really did. They knocked it out of the park. You you look at Secret Invasion and then you watch Loki and you're like, okay, okay. They've just got a quality problem or a quality control problem. It's yeah, like they really do. Out. It's just they're putting out too much stuff. They're putting out too much stuff. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Majors did a great job. Kwai uh, Yu Quinn. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I loved his character. I'm glad that he was part of that team. Like, I loved him. 
have him in more movies. Like he needs Owen to get more. Wilson was great again. Owen Wilson was great again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I had a great time watching that show, and it felt meaningful to watch. Like watching a uh, watching his character make that sacrifice at the end uh, to pretty much pretty it was pretty much sit on the throne of eternity forever and just have control the timelines and make sure that they don't fall apart. He's, he's literally yeah. holding the fabric of reality together. So that's Ult- ultimate sacrifice. And like, he's just watching like all his loved ones, like live their lives. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. What would you give season two of Loki? And what I would assume is the series finale of Loki. I would say 8.4. Just because there was a one one episode or two that kind of just felt like it dragged just a little bit, but it, it was a good storyline and it was building up to it. So, but yeah, overall it was eight point four. Uh, because of the strong ending, uh, good acting, and build up, I want to give it like an eight point nine or a nine. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I agree with that. That's why I was like, I don't know if it's too low for me, but there was there was a few episodes that were just like, hmm. Where are we going with this? And and yeah, they went with it. They did. They they went great places with it. <laughs> uh, let me see. What else have we been watching, Jason? Oh, Goosebumps. Did you Could did I you watch your notes? Goosebumps. Did did you finish watching it? Yes and no. I'm on the very last episode, but it looks it looks like a just a little add-on episode. So I'm not too concerned. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was really enjoying Goosebumps. Uh, I thought they really tied in a lot of the stuff, like episodes that we loved in the past. I thought it was pretty cool. They brought in Slappy. Um, there was just one moment, like they should have stopped after episode eight. Oh, so the episode I'm on about the poodle is the one that's not great. Uh, the one where they threw him off the cliff, right? I have not watched. Um, wait, I've not watched episode nine, so I'm not sure. I just know that no, the they threw something out the already, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes, they should have ended with that. That should have been end of season one. That's it. What's wrong These with next, the episode I'm on the poodle episode? The the next two episodes, they there's just two? Are, yeah. There's there's one more after that, and then there's the final one. It they just it just went too far. It just they lost me after that. Like, and then also like the character that was uh the one that was a daredevil, the one that had was eating the worms and stuff. Like at first, like you thought he was like a, a numbskull, but it turns out he's not. He like falls in love with the one of the other characters. Like, what was what was his character all about? Wasn't he like in like a total numbskull? And now he's kind of like kind of smart. Like, what, what's going on? Like, what do you what, what do you want from these characters? These characters are going like left and right, like there's not character development and i get it it's goosebumps you know we you know we have the, all these horror aspects of it but if you're going to keep those same characters continuing a story well i think what we liked about goosebumps it was just like a quick short with different characters so you don't really have to build a character you just have to build that horror aspect of it and then the show ends you know um this one is like oh we're trying to put all the horror uh, aspects that we liked from it from each uh show that we used to watch or book that we read and try to build in a story around it and it just did not work for me at the end uh it did at first and and again it should have ended at at episode it should have ended at episode eight and there should have been a season two after that 
because I think they just kind of just expanded it more because they want, I don't know what they wanted to do, but it just did not work. It just did not work. I think what they want to do is make it one of those like serial episode shows. Like there, there'll be big storylines and then just filler episodes because when you're watching it's not like I can't wait to see what happens in this next develop story development episode. Well, at least back in the day. In this one, they tried to make it a little more like that. So I see where you're going with that. They closed it with this episode. They wanted to do with the last two episodes. Yeah, they closed it with this series. Like maybe they were like writing in. They're like maybe they they didn't get approved for a season two. So like, oh, let's add on another two episodes to close this out. Oh, so there's no season two coming? I don't know, but that's what it felt like. Mm, okay. Okay. So, and I was really enjoying that. Like this, that's the worst part. Like I was really enjoying it. I, like I know the acting wasn't great. I know this. It was very cheesy at times. Like oh, this is this is so silly, but it's a teen show. Like it's like it's made for twelve and thirteen year olds. You know what I mean? Like, I, know, I know. I know. But like, I don't know, man. It was just. I can't say because I like I'll watch back some of the movies that I've seen like on the Disney Channel and stuff like well this is terrible but I love this yeah. so I, I, I can't I can't you're right you're right it is a teen show but they as a teen show and if I was a writer and if I wanted to milk the shit out of this I would have ended <laughs> it episode eight oh yeah hope for hope for a, a renewal and then drop those other two because I feel like at least from what I saw with this uh, episode nine. Was that it would have been a great season two opener? Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like because uh, the one end of season eight, like Slappy gets thrown off a cliff, he falls, and then he just opens his eyes at the end, and then that's how it ends. Yeah, it's Boom. a good way to end season two. <laughs> what happens to Slappy? Two. Uh, so yeah, I definitely enjoyed watching that one. We had a lot of uh, we were trying to catch up with all this spooky season stuff. Still have to go see Wish. Uh, planning on going to see Wish. Killers of the Flower Moon in my case. Got a few other movies that I want to see. I still haven't seen Talk to Me. But Jason and viewers, we've got we've got a few weeks before we bring it out to you. But we're, be, we're getting you our year in review episodes coming out. So be ready for it. We are back. We're back. We're going we're gonna to put these episodes out for you guys. Uh, so please be on the lookout for our year in review episodes. Well, yeah. And then also, uh, just want to give you guys a quick, uh, spot Spotify wrapped came out, right? Um, what was, what was your, uh, favorite, uh, top artist, man? Guess. Bad Bunny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that was an easy one. I, I listened to so much Bad Bunny this year. It was wild. Yeah, well, mine was Kendrick. Because I haven't listened to him in months. Like, his songs dude. will come up here and there, but I don't really listen to him in months. Yeah, dude. I was surprised, too. Kendrick was my top uh, artist this year, and I was like, wait. I was like, I haven't listened to him since, like, February, March. Like, what? So it was, it was kind of weird. But that's how much you listened to him in February. <laughs> well, from October of 2022 to uh, February, for sure, I was definitely, like, heavy Kendrick. And then I... Kind of fell off on the music, so maybe that's why it stayed. So I don't, I don't know. It was very interesting. My next ones were like Nine Inch Nails, Gorillas. Uh, I had Queens of Stone Age on there, I think. Yeah, I had daughter's uh, favorite band came up on there. I was like, oh, there's, there you are. Yeah, uh, you know what? You know, it was really cool. 
uh, a few people sent me a screenshots of their uh, top uh, five podcasts, and uh, we were on there. So, um, yo, uh, that made me I almost cried, guys. So I really, really appreciate you guys uh, for listening to us. I'm sorry. We, again, we apologize for not being um, uh, releasing episodes, but we we will be grinding and we'll try to release some more. Yes, sir. All right. If that's it for you, Jason, that's all I got. You got any shout outs? No, shout out to the family again, back at back at home. Uh, not just my family, but your family, Luigi. Uh, they're amazing. Uh, you're amazing. It was great seeing you. Uh, can't wait to see everybody uh, for the Christmas holidays. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time to, to, you know, be with the family and stuff, you know, so we appreciate every, everything everyone does doesn't never goes unnoticed and uh we hope you enjoy your holidays uh agreed i couldn't have said it better i'm gonna let you guys go with that we love you we appreciate you we'll see you next week for another episode of revenge of the pod peace out everybody